looking for something fun to do Valentine's Day weekend? 32 Below, Froyo and More has a cookie decorating class February 13th at noon. They're located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, you get cookies, you'll get your decorating tools, you'll get expert advice. You also get some bottomless mimosas. They have brunch boxes and much more. So head over to their Instagram or text or message them. Um, and it, their number is 208-819-3819. Reserve your spot before it sells out. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc. And every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right, I have Nicole with me, Nicole Hammonds. And so she is, we just were talking, this woman has like five careers right now. She's full-time <laughs> mom, full-time probably, you know, taxi driver for your kids because I know your kids are active. Um, you are the development director for the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, your husband just started his own real estate. So you're doing some operation stuff for that. But then on top of it all, you guys actually own your own business. Um, you have a wonderful wine store or wine bar here in town um, in Coeur d'Alene. So I don't know how you have time for anything else. I was talking with Connor about this last night and I was saying like, people are like, how do you do it all? But I think the truth is we don't. So um like our life at home we never have groceries we eat out for dinner a lot um we're struggling always to find clean clothes mm -hmm. we have a guy that comes and picks up our dog poop like so I think you have to make the things that you really want to do or that are good for your heart and focus on those and then kind of find someone else that can help you with the rest yeah um, you might need a personal assistant I really feel like that would help you so we're going to hire one for summer between all of the things we have going on. So <laughs> if anyone knows what looking, come find us. <laughs> well, if I miss anything, tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of like how this, I know this is a lot, but how did this all come about to who you are, what you're doing? Sure. Um, I'm not from Coeur d'Alene, but from Lewiston. And then I met Connor at University of Idaho. We moved here, had babies. I lived in Phoenix for a little bit. Um, I used to be the graphic designer out at the Coeur Casino for about eight years. Um, and then my life kind of changed. Um, I was volunteering with Boys and Girls Club for the auction, but then my dad passed away and I got cancer all in one year. And so I just wanted a life change. So an opportunity came available. And so I joined the team. I knew Ryan Davis from before. And so I kind of knew what I was getting into or going to be a part of. And I think that's a unique situation when you're getting a new job that you already know the people you work with. Um, so that's how I got started there. Um, and then I do all the events and marketing and really love that part of it. Um, the wine house is kind of just fell in our laps kind of thing. Um, the building was for sale. It'd been a hawk shop for 30 years and they were retiring and moving to Boise and since Connor's of real estate the price kept dropping and so we we're like well commercial on Sherman, East Sherman's coming up, it was just a good investment. Originally we thought about Connor putting a real estate business in and then it just wasn't big enough if you've been here it's not super big there's just nowhere to make offices and so then we looked at renting it out to different local coffee shops or 
all kinds of things. And it just never really panned out. So then we're on vacation and we were at a winery that was a lot like this, where it's just casual and you can go and hang out like in your flip-flops or coming off the lake. And there's no, all like, there's no pretentiousness about it. It's just kind of like, if you like wine, awesome. If you don't, okay, we like, you don't have to know a ton. And so we were sitting out in the sunshine and we're like, this is what we should do. Um, we didn't want to leave. And then we really felt like it was kind of what was missing from our area that there are awesome places to get wine um, and food. And we just wanted to kind of fill that niche of the casual side of it where, you know, people come from the lake or they come in yoga pants to get brunch and we're for all of it. And so that's kind of how this came about. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. We remodeled, opened a business we knew kind of nothing about all during a pandemic. So I feel like if we can do that, then we're going to survive. It's going to be okay. And look where you're at. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, it is, I go there frequent there. I was just saying, cause I live on East Sherman. So it's like the part of town that is starting to come up. And so it is exciting to have a nice place to go to have like an appetizer and a glass of wine or a happy hour with someone you work with. And so it's just like, like you said, it's just, it's just a niche that we don't have. I mean, we have great wine places and places to get wine, but it's like, you're getting a meal, right. you're getting, it's like a sit down thing. This is like, stop and grab a couple glasses of wine and that's it. Yeah. And it's funny, my husband grew up down the street. So it's kind of funny. They used to walk next door and get breakfast in the morning and this place was still here. And so um, having a lot of customers come in that used to either come here um, over the years and be like, oh my gosh, it's so different. We used to come here all the time. And so I think that's kind of a unique part of being down here too, is it's very local. Um, in the summer, especially we have a lot of walkers and bikers. Um, and there's like, we, there's moon time, which we love. We, there way too often. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to be on the end of Sherman that's developing, but also the people that are down here enjoy it too. So it's been fun to meet a bunch of the locals and kind of make those relationships. We were joking uh, when we were talking, like even the police officers were like, this is nice to have on this side of town. Like we know it's like people that are just like coming in and having a good time and not like trying to get, like, get drunk and go crazy. It's more of like right. a social and the outdoor seating was genius by you guys with that yeah. of, like location. It's like, my favorite part. Like I love it. Um, we had a lot of help um, putting all the patio stuff in, but um, it really is like in the summer and hanging out in the sunshine. It's why I live here. I love being outdoors in the summer. I am not a snow person. So the summer has to be worth it for me to stay. Uh, so I think that's been a great part for this. I think that's all Lewiston people, all the Lewiston friends I have, because I lived there for a couple of years too. And so I'm like, you Lewiston people are like, mm, nope, no snow. We love it, but no snow. <laughs> it snows like three times and it's cool. And then it goes away and then you're, it's fine. You golf all year long and we're not used to it. Yeah. So you're out there just killing it. Um, what like inspires you to kind of be your best self and like to do all these things? Um, I think it's different now that I have kids, right? So everything is kind of like, when they're really little, you don't realize how much they watch you until you're driving through the grocery store in those carts that have the cars. I know you moms all hate those. <laughs> and your kid is honking the horn being like, move it. And you're like, oh, okay. So we're watching now. Um, so I think it's setting an example for them that, you know, you can build dreams, even if they're crazy and go for them, but you can also still 
play candyland at home or you know be family time so i think for them to be able to see that we have to work really hard for what we have but working hard gets you somewhere and it makes your dreams possible and so i think that's kind of where we want our kids to be is that not i don't know sitting at home and thinking like oh i don't have that but you go work for it then it's attainable so i think that's mostly where we're trying to be right now is just show them that it's hard work but it gets you there and so those are your goals so yeah and i think and then kids that's all they do i mean they watch they watch everything oh, yeah. that's going on so if they see their parents it's it's going to inspire them and you it's inspiring each other and then you know you have somebody and something to like you you're doing this not only for you and your husband but for your kids too right and our daughter, for her credit, she does competitive gymnastics and she she loves it more than I think I've loved like anything, maybe not shopping, but pretty much anything else. Um, like her whole soul is in it. And so she's there five hours a day, four days a week. Um, and this is her like third year, fourth year. Never once complained about it. Never been like, oh, I don't wanna go to practice. So I think that some of that pays off that you work hard and show them that you, know, you can do it. Um, and it's been good for her. She's super shy, now kind of more out of her shell. And so I think that those things, even though it's so much driving, so much driving, um, <laughs> that we're behind them too. So if they want to dream big or go after something that will support them along the way. Yeah. And so with your businesses and stuff, I mean, you probably, I mean, your career has been very successful and you've done a lot and you're learning a lot. Is there a life lesson you've learned kind of the hard way? Um, I was talking to Connor funny about this and he's like, what do you mean? You always just figure it out. And I'm like, ah. but we all fail at small things, right? Like I decided in high school, I should take physics because I didn't want to take chemistry and not my thing. Um, but I think overall it's more like, um, only be involved with the things that like really your heart is into, not because like your friends are like, oh, you should be on this board with us and you should do this. And so if you're over-involved, it's hard to be all in on a few things and you're very thin. And so I think the last year has been really kind of a blessing in that way that so many things had to calm down or shut down that you could be like, oh wait, and I'm not gonna do that one again, which is not that it was a bad choice or a bad organization that you're a part of or anything. It's just that it's time for someone who has more heart or more time to step into that role and you to kind of focus on what you really want at that time. So it's just seasons of life. Like I had a season where I could definitely be volunteering for a lot of things or being on boards or committees. And now my season is three full businesses and grown kids and homeschooling. And so it just had to change a little bit, but just oh, gotta pick, pick yeah. what you want to do and not over, over extend yourself. Cause then you're just miserable. <laughs> like COVID has I think taught us the pandemic has taught us to slow down to really yeah things that you want to give your energy to and I think that's a blessing with this whole craziness yeah for sure so I think um, during the time we had so much fun like yeah. watching movies and doing movie nights and laying in our pajamas with our kids like we really got to know them on a different level and so for me I'm super thankful for that part um just changes the way you function in life and so I think I'm hoping that we can kind of balance it now like less pajamas and but still more fun times together so <laughs> exactly I love it I love it so since you're in the restaurant industry now what is your go-to besides the wine house you can plug that all you want but what is somewhere else that it's like 
your go-to or maybe favorite restaurant in Coeur d'Alene? So this was really hard for me. Uh, depends on the mood. Um, if I don't have kids and we have time, I love going to Wolf Lodge because I like steak. Like just want to eat that for dinner. That's it. Um, if we're in town, we go to Midtown Bluebird. We live Midtown. Love all the Midtown restaurants, Syringa. Um, kind of we like to stay in our little hub. I think if you live downtown, I don't feel like this. If you have to like go north of Appleway, you're kind of like. Oh, I and now that I just don't want to. <laughs> if I have to go north of Harrison, I start to go. <laughs> I know it's bad, but those are kind of where we go a lot. Um, I like local places. Um, also, anything Adam Hegstead. Good, good. Spokane or Coeur d'Alene, all of his stuff is fantastic. So good, yeah, I love it. So outside of being a, um, you know, a mom, taxi driver, business owner, um, helping raise, I mean, raising money for boys and girls club, what, um, are your outside hobbies? Pre-COVID, I love to travel. My two best girlfriends, we all live kind of apart. And so we would do girls trips three-ish times a year before this, and then, go somewhere different and hang out. And if you can't be with them all the time, then you can at least get these weekends to kind of re rejuvenate your soul. Um, we'd like to travel as family. Um, I love to shop and my husband will kill me for this. Like I love it. COVID didn't stop that. I just got Wannable, Stitch Fix, Nordstrom boxes. Like it just comes all the time. I can't stop myself. It's bad. <laughs> um, and I think over volunteering is that a hobby I don't know <laughs> yes it's it's a it's really tough I, I've been there yeah I really love to work so I'm like I like to work and I'm like, that's not a hobby well okay well but it kind of is <laughs> <laughs> so if you had a billboard in Coeur d'Alene and you could write anything on it or put anything on it what would it say I don't know um depending on the time of year I feel like if it's like August for me, it's like, boys and girls called black and white, like August, September, get your tickets. Cause that's all I feel like I live for a month. And so I'm just like, get your tickets. Um, if it's like summer, I think it'd be more like, just go to the beach, like take a break, um, save the dogs. I don't know. Like we have, I, <laughs> we have two rescue dogs and we just got a puppy. And so I'm really into like, saving the little animals and having them all at my house. I'd have a mini farm if downtown would let me. Um, I don't know, something fun, like just eye catching that would lift your day versus be like just another driving day working or, you know, bad day, something funny. Like those bear um, billboards from Spokane that were very inappropriate, but hilarious. Oh, good. Like you're gonna notice them. Yeah, or, you know, you could put the Winehouse logo and just say, you deserve that glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it today. We all earn that wine. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So do you have any um, upcoming goals, um, things that you have going on, you know, whether it's business, Boys and Girls Club, personally, um, anything coming up? Um, Winehouse goals, we're going to do another kind of small expansion remodel in spring. Um, so we'll add more covered patio seating and the next winter it'll wrap around a lot like Daft Badger. Oh, cool. um, 
and then the back will patio out as well. So that's kind of our, what we're trying for here. We're still trying things. I think because we're not, we haven't been in the industry before, we just kind of throw it out there. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, we switch it up. Um, Boys and Girls Club wise, I think this year, coming out of COVID is going to be interesting. Um, hosting events. We were so lucky last year to still have two in-person events. We were like in this perfect bubble of time that happened to work out. And so we're so grateful for that. Um, I know a lot of events are switching to just virtual, but I feel like, especially in this community, there's something about being together with people and that atmosphere in the room really does help you reach your goal. Um, and people want to be with people like you want to go there and see your friends, especially after this year. So I'm really hoping that we can still have, we have two major events, like spring party um, in May and our annual auction in September. So I'm really hoping both those can be in person and we're going for that as of now to see how that goes. And then if we have to pivot, we will, but again, I'm like this dreamer, right? So it's just like, I'm just going to put it out there and hopefully it comes. If not, we can work through it, but Right. Um, yeah. I think if you can do anything outdoors, that's always like super helpful. But if you can't yeah. like at dinner auction, it's, it's interesting. You have, we're like, okay, where can we hopefully have good weather, have the space, have the, the weather. Oh. Yeah. We move. So normally annual auction is at the resort, all six bays over 500 people. Like it's a big undertaking. And we knew that wouldn't be possible last year. So we were lucky enough to move it to the event center, which is half outside and then um, all the windows open. So covered indoors and cut in half. And so I think that we still, I mean, we did a crazy number of this community with how much money we can raise to support, not just our organization, but any organization is amazing. Like it uh, amazes me every time, every event I go to that people just will come again and come again and support. And so for us, we were nervous because we do heavily rely on one event a year to raise almost or over half our operating budget. And they still showed up. If they didn't come, they could still donate. Um, so we made it work. And I think that at that time it rained all morning and I was dying because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's raining and we're in a tent and people are fancy dressed. It's not going to work. And then all of a sudden like the sunshine came out and it was check-in and it was amazing. Um, and then later it poured and the tent gave way and ruined a bunch of equipment, but it doesn't matter because no one knew that but me. <laughs> so I think those like just making it through the new, the new normal of however that looks this year and still being successful, supporting the community and, you know, people still showing up, I think is the biggest thing that just because COVID happened or that our lives changed. It doesn't mean that people need us less or kids need us less. Um, it just means it looks a little bit different. Right. So you, obviously I've worked at the boys and girls club. There's that mission statement. You do your life by, you do, I mean, it's all you like breathe and that's why you do your job. Do you have a personal mission statement for yourself? Um, I think it's mostly would be like just and it kind of falls in line with that, which is why I love what I do so much. I think it's just like, do good and be kind. So no matter what you're doing, if it's like holding the door for people or, um, you know, helping raise money, just do something better for someone else than is going on. And so if we could all do a little bit of that, I think that it'd be a little happier. Um, 
you know, it doesn't take a lot to say thanks to the grocery checker or, you know, like just because you're having a bad day or things didn't work out doesn't mean that you have to pass it on to people. And I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes it, I'm in a mood. It is it's just my mood. And that's, but I'm always like, okay, check yourself. Um, it's not their fault. You split your coffee in your car today. Um, so I think if we just kind of like did that a little bit more, then it can be a little better. Oh, so, so true. Um, and like we mentioned before, you have opened a business during a pandemic. Um, one of my other friends did the same thing. And, you know, we went through the crazy, especially living in North Idaho, you know, we have the crazy elections, all of the politics stuff. Um, we have a lot going on. People are dealing with stuff with mentally, physically, emotionally. It's just tough. Do you have a piece of advice for someone listening, um, like how to get through, navigate through this hard time? Um, I think for us, so my whole family, except for me, all had COVID right at Christmas. And that was like a different being home because you really needed to be home. Um, but I think if you're kind of in that slump or, you know, you've just burnt out, um, one, being outside, like, right, even if you're sick, hungover, tired, if you go outside and get some air, walk around the block, it really does change your mood. But I think also finding the things that will just like boost you, whether it's podcasts or you have a playlist or um, something that you don't listen to all the time, but you can like go to for that. You really need, really need this right now. And so it's like your one thing. Um, I feel like that's how I, I rarely, but when I do cardio, I have like a Netflix series and I'm only allowed to watch the episodes while I do it. And that's like kind of how I can get through it. It's like, you're a runner, praise you, not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea though like that's your only time you get to watch it if you're craving an episode you're like oh i'm gonna have to get on that treadmill that bike and watch it yeah from someone who owns a peloton that uh has sat for a while <laughs> but then i'm like we're busy but you should still work out i would just rather lift weights all day versus run down the street like that's where I'm at with that. Hey, everybody's different. And I love, I always tell people who are like, oh, I want to become more of a better runner. I want to do this. I'm like, cool. Do you like it? Do you actually enjoy it at all? And they're like, no. I'm like, then find something else. Right. <laughs> find don't force yourself to do something you don't do. Exactly. And I think that's what we've learned a lot as, that's what I've learned this year is that stop doing things that you don't like to do. Like, but you know what I do miss? Dancing at a club or a bar or with my friends. Like, like even a karaoke place. Like I love to dance and karaoke and have fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm ready for that part to come back. Me too. <laughs> so, what do you have? Um, how can we support you right now, or how can we get a hold of you or support you in any way? Sure. Um, I think for business-wise, for Winehouse-wise, I think just come check it out. If you haven't been here, we're doing some fun things. Um, we are going to host our first dinner which is all that different for us because we normally have kind of flatbread style but our I call her the kitchen magician she's our chef um she has catering she used to run a college catering like business and so um she's cooking not I I'm not the cooker we went through that right I don't do dinner um and so it is seven courses paired with seven wines on Friday the 12th um, it's 150 for two people. And so we'll kind of guide you through the wine and you'll get different foods, um, kind of a fun experience. Um, 
And then we're doing a Galentine's party. So if you don't know what Galentine's Day is, it is this made up holiday from Parks and Rec, but now it's a thing. And it's the day before Valentine's Day where you hang with your gals. And so Saturday night will be Galentine's, um, lots of fun champagne and chocolate and just kind of fun things. And then Sunday on Valentine's Day, we'll do brunch. And so we'll have kind of Valentine's brunch theme and then we'll open all day. So we start at 1030. Wow. And then club life, um, come to events, support, check out what they're doing. They're just, we're just getting back into having volunteers in the building. And so if you have any kind of secret talent um, or want to hang with kids or want to help make snack or pretty much anything, um, they have sign language club and a wonderful volunteer that taught them all how to knit. And now my eight-year-old son can knit, which is a talent that we might need someday. Um, so I think anything like that that you secretly love to do, um, come share your gift or come to events, just see what we got going on. Perfect, well, thank you so much, Nicole. That was awesome. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.